It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, thumbs up given. Here we go. Podcast time on a Wednesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I've got a couple of uh, articles for you. I'm going to start off with this one because I love the headline, and then we'll delve into it. Did you uh, read the article? Not yet, but okay. it's uh, pretty self-explanatory based on the headline, I oh, believe. Boy. Okay. You know Steve-O. He was the guy. Steve-O, jackass? Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing a lot of stuff on his own as well. He does stand-up comedy. He does comedy where he does stunts at these nightclubs. He's got a podcast like everybody else. But it, uh, this headline says, Steve-O plans to get a penis tattoo on his face. We just ta- Oh, what? And a boob job for a new stand-up show. Heh. He's 48 years old. Plans uh, to get a penis tattoo on his forehead, as well as a boob job. What does a boob job for a guy mean? He's going to get Boobs? breast implants, yeah. Uh, read on. I'm, I'm confused. He's got a new tour that he's going to do called Gone Too Far. And he uh, well, wants to get boob job. And wants a penis on his forehead. Yeah. Okay. He says if he's going to be forced to have boobs, which he says he has now because he's out of shape... They're going to be double D's. Why not get in shape? The penis tattoo follows a similar line of thinking, he explained. Because people call him a dickhead? <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> I feel compelled to draw attention away from the increasing wrinkling going on around my eyes. Clearly, a big blank on my forehead is all anybody's going to be able to see, so it'll keep me young. This is stupid. Honestly, this is stupid. I do think I he will do it. I don't think, yeah, good for him. I don't find it funny. Very it's weird. stupid. It's not funny. It's not. It's stupid. I agree. It's not funny, especially you're 48. Right. Do you have kids? This loser? No, 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 no. Right. No, 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 no. Whatever. Okay. And I know he's clean and sober now, as he's been for a number of years. I think he might even have 10 years clean and sober. Prior to that, he did a lot of drugs and uh, did a lot of drinking. I hope he stays on the straight and narrow. Me too. This is stupid. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. That's just, you know what this is? Hey, look at me. Talk about me. Let me make me get me relevant again. There was another man years ago who got breast implants, not because he wanted or not because he thought he was a woman or wanted to become a woman, but because he thought it was funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I suppose like you could get another operation down the line and have them removed. Yeah, breast but, reduction, right? Or but just wh- have them taken out. But imagine this is imagine you uh, you get one night out, Jerry. You and your wife go to a comedy show. It's Steve O, who you're a fan of from Jackass. Let's say you haven't don't know what he's been doing lately, and you show up there. He's got a penis tattoo on his forehead, and he has actual breast implants, female breast implants. Yeah, she'd walk out. Yeah, it's like what is what are we? So is he going to do the show topless? Maybe. And then is it is that. Is that wrong? Is that lewd behavior? Like a guy walking around with breast implants. Right. Is that X-rated? I don't know. Like, uh, you can't walk around. A woman could not walk around with her shirt off at, no. at Target. And I do see the no shirt, no shoes, no... Uh, no, no but I'm talking about the beach. The beach, yeah. You're not at a topless beach. A woman takes her top off. There's going to be a problem because parents are going to say something. Right. I wonder, is that a problem? I guess it would have to be. I think it is if it's not a nude beach. Okay. I do think it is. Um, a guy that's clearly a guy, but he's got boo. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even sure what we're talking about right now. Well, we're discussing a man who's very interested in uh, getting himself in breast publicity. implants and no, a publicity. penis tattoo on his forehead. What I'll never understand are people that have no reservation about going under the knife and having surgery that's not necessary. Yes. I really don't. I mean... Yeah, it's very strange, especially so he's going to get breast implants. That's going under the knife or surgery. And then at some point, he will have them removed. 
another time going under the knife. Right. I mean, it's all these scarring and you're just a cutting. Like, why would you want to do that? I don't want to go even if I need it. <laughs> Maybe he's sensing that the end of the career is near and he's... Oh, this is pretty desperate. Trying one more desperate move, yeah. I mean, I again, I'd love to know what that conference room conversation is. All right, let's I, see. No one even knows who I am anymore. Career's in the toilet. What can I do to get people to talk about me? Oh, here we go. Penis tattoo and breast implants. Great idea. Yeah, why not just do one of them now and then in a couple years from now? How about this? Be funny. That's another or option. Or you could try that. Do comedy. Well, if he's going to be a comedian, just yeah. be funny. That kind of works out pretty good for guys that are funny. I have listened to or watched on YouTube clips from his podcast, which is actually... I'm sure he's talented. He's a very uh, thoughtful guy nowadays. Yeah. So this doesn't make any sense to me because I've seen his some of his episodes and he seems very normal. Right. And thoughtful. This doesn't seem either. Yes. I probably would have went with one of them and then like in two more years come out with the other thing. Like go either penis tattoo on the forehead. If you had to pick one of them. Neither. So neither one. You no. Think. That's like, really. Stop. Right. Those are two bad ones. Yeah. Unless you think you are a woman, then the breast implants make sense. Different. That's different. That's He's not what we're talking about. He's getting them just to, for shock value. Right. Silly. This is silly. Yes. I'm upset I even brought it up, Jerry. <laughs> Did you see this about a local meteorologist? Don't tell me he's getting breast implants, too. No, no, no. It's a New York City meteorologist. He was Bill with, Evans. He was with... It's not Bill Evans. He was with New York One. Okay. Uh, a New York City meteorologist is speaking out, says this article, and taking legal action after he was fired from his job for appearing on an adult webcam website. His name is Eric... Now, his last name is is Adam with an E at the end. So is that, Or maybe Adami. Ad- oh, maybe. Hope he's not related to Guy Adami, Jerry. Mm. Uh, and it, it, he posted an Instagram saying he was with the Spectrum News NY1, New York 1, and said he was terminated after his employer learned of his involvement in this website. So does he run it, or well, is he just a member? Well, he, he wanted to uh, give his truth. Uh, he said, according to multiple outlets, including the New York Post, he filed a lawsuit uh, in order to obtain in order to obtain the identity of the anonymous user who sent naked images of him on the site to New York One. He said he intends to sue the user for taking and distributing the images without his consent. So he was on a webcam nude. He was on an adult website nude. nude. Someone screen grabbed it. I guess this was a paid site. Someone screen grabbed it and sent it to his employer. They were also sent them to his mother. Come on, really? I tell you, the human race. Now, he wrote this guy, the meteorologist, took to his own Instagram and said, quote, this is a quote, Jerry. Despite being a public figure and being on television in the biggest market in the country in front of millions of people five days a week for more than a decade and a half. Let's relax millions of people on News 1. Right. A lot of people, not millions. I secretly appeared on an adult webcam website. On the site, I acted out my compulsive behaviors while at home by performing on camera for other men. It was 100% consensual on both of our parts. I wasn't paid for this, and it was absurd of me to think I could keep this private. Nonetheless, my employer found out, and I was suspended and then terminated. Let me be clear about something, he says, Jerry. I don't apologize for being openly gay or for being sex positive. Those are gifts, and I have no shame about them. Good for you, Al. No, no, this is uh, quoting uh, Eric Adami. Got it. Please judge me on the hundreds, thousands of hours of television that I am so proud of and that my employers have always commended me for. And not the couple of minutes of salacious video that is probably going to soon define me in our clickbait culture. Well, let's hope not. Um, That's one. Two. And I don't know the answer to this. All right. Have you read the the employee handbook? Uh, I mean, I've seen it. 
No, I have not. I'm I, sure I read one of the employees' handbooks. Right, They've been owned they, by like three or four companies since we started. And they change. Started. I think they do make you know addendums yeah. to them every year. I But I wonder, and I'm like my union con, I'd have to look in that. I wonder if there is something in there about acceptable personal conduct behavior. Yeah. And even though that's, I guess it should be prior. Boy, this internet is terrible. Right. So this guy is a meteorologist on television. In his spare time, personal time, he appears on a website wherein he's nude entertaining other men. The problem is he's on camera. In both instances. This guy really loves camera time. And that's, yes, he does. Remind you of anybody? (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, I'll be appearing on a nude (laughs) website. I'm not joining it. Even if it is you. Okay. Um, yeah, so that is a, there's a Tough lot one. of gray area here. Yeah. I don't know. Could you be fired for that? So, like, it's not like it got out in the public where his his news viewers would see this. The guy who screen captured it sent it to his employers. And the employers are probably worried then that it'll get out, I guess. Here's what I would do if I was the employer. I'd say, listen. Somebody sent us, is this you appearing on a nude site? Yes, that is me appearing on a nude site. Okay. Let's not do that anymore and hope this blows over. Goes away. Because all that we've done, they've made it a bigger deal now. Yeah. And it didn't have to be. Yes, right. He got fired. Then he had to take to Instagram to defend himself. Yeah. It really does. It makes you want to delete every account you have. Especially my my nude account that I have. This is really going to make me want to delete Just one? This is just the one, Jerry. Just the one. And what I do in my time is none of your business. I might go on a... I see, I can't. I was going to say, I was going to go on an internet fast. Yeah, I've thought about I that. I can't, though. I know. There's no conceivable way, because you got to check your email a couple of times. You have to. Yeah. I'm running a cornhole where I get emails nonstop. I got calendars I'm selling. Like, there's no way to do it. What if he did nude calendars? I'm not doing nude calendars. Gosh. Hmm. Man. What about a calendar of nude weathermen? I'm sure you could sell that. Why don't you do it? I already have one guy I know I could get. Well, you don't know that. This guy from New York, formerly of New York, won. You you don't know that he wants to do that. He might. He might. But I would reach out to him. You're paying him a lot of money. He said he didn't do it for cash, which is amazing. So yeah, he was, but he didn't think he was being videoed or photographed. Right, but could you imagine, like, he was going on this adult website appearing nude for the pleasure of other men, and he wasn't even getting paid. I'm sure they were paying something. Right, like, why wouldn't you have an OnlyFans? Right. Silly. I guess he probably thought OnlyFans... He'd be... I'll recognize then. Yeah, easier to be found out. Uh, he was just trying to blow off some steam privately. Yes. That sucks. That does suck, Jerry. I'm sorry to hear that. There goes my idea. <laughs> the FDA has warned people against a viral TikTok trend. Well, what now? What are we doing? This is an interesting one, Jerry. We're shoving butter up our nose and then having milk come out our ass? I mean, what these things are like. What? What is this? This one, Jerry, is a viral TikTok trend of people marinating chicken in NyQuil. Why? Yeah. Can't taste good. Well, it's called Sleepy Chicken. Uh, what dork came up with this now? What is this? But do? here's the, what the problem is and why it it's it's even worse than you think. They're cooking the chicken in the NyQuil. Mm-hmm. When you heat up NyQuil... To the point that it can cook chicken. It changes the properties of the NyQuil and makes it much more potent. It is also very dangerous that while the chicken is cooking in the NyQuil, the fumes that come out of it can get into your lungs and and uh, like burn your lungs because of the, the vapors. So why are we doing this? Because what is the high you get from it? Is that what it is? I, I No, it just makes you super sleepy, I guess, if you eat the just chicken. Just take the NyQuil. What? What? I what a, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you ever taken Nyquil and not been able to sleep? No, passed right out. <laughs> right. God. The FDA says inhaling vapors during the cooking process causes the the drug to enter the system, causing potential lung damage. We really have come up with just millions of ways to f up these bodies. 
Also, the way they're doing this, they're, of course, using way more NyQuil than you're supposed to use if you of need course they NyQuil. Are. Of course they are. What do you want, some balsamic chicken tonight? No, sleepy chicken. Like, what? It's like the purple drink that people drink, right? They take, like, uh, cough syrup and mix it with alcohol. What? That's Who's what, doing that That now? was what Jamarcus Russell oh, is that what it was? was no, supposedly was so into. Al, I won't even do the Red Bull and vodka thing because it seems like you're. you're it's two I, different things, too, right? Yeah. Right. I have like, done Red Bull and vodka. I just to me, I'm worried about my heart exploding. I really am. Like I, I'm good. Yeah, for whatever reason, for me, the the caffeine drinks and things they don't do anything. They don't really do anything for me. I know. I just that one. I don't know that combination to me. And I know all the kids do it. Yeah, my kids. I mean, 21 year olds. Um, that one worries me, especially because you're not having one. Right, right. That's that's a drink. Sometimes when like you should have one Red Bull to get going. You go out. You could have six of them. That right. can't be good for anybody. Right, because that's the thing. When the the twenty somethings Jerry go out to drink, they're drinking for the night. Right. So you're going to get a Red Bull and vodka. That's your drink for the night because you've heard. Oh, I don't want to mix drinks. Mix. I'll get sick. Yeah. Well, that. So then it's Red happens. Bull and vodkas all night. Now the only good news is that most of these bars are so cheap that you only get a half a can of Red Bull and a and a little thing of vodka. So it's probably two of those drinks equals one full Red Bull. But don't get them at the casinos because there they give you a little bit of Red Bull and a lot right. of vodka. That's true. When you're paying for it, they ain't stupid. Right. It's funny. When you're playing, they'll give you the drinks, and they're normal drinks. Mm-hmm. When you go pay $18 for a drink, oh, you're getting your $18 worth. Yeah. Because then My they know. God. I know for me, if I go to Atlantic City and I'm having drinks and I'm feeling good, I'm betting more than I should. Of course. It just happens. Why do you think our what changes our be, judgment? I don't know. It's because we still know what money is worth. I don't know the science to it. I don't because your judgment, while not, I think judgment's overstated in that you do a lot of things you wouldn't. It does happen though, for sure. Yeah, and I think it happens with that ah, fifty bucks. If I win this, I'll be golden. Otherwise, you might not do that. So it does impair your judgment a little bit. But it's still on you. You're the one shoving those drinks down your oh, mouth, for sure. and you're paying for them. Yes. Like, when we go to Atlantic City, I got to tell, like, one of the drinks Kim likes is Stolio, the Stolio orange flavored with cranberry. But I got to tell them, Stolio and cranberry, just go light on the vodka, please. They're like, oh, you're sure? Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't you're need this. comatose in two hours. Like, you want to enjoy the drink, too. That's the other thing. They put too much vodka in. It's disgusting. Right. So you got it's got to be the right mix. I always found the problem with that was, like, the first drink – is disgusting, and then after that you get used to them, right? Because you're so lit up. Uh, you could be, yes. Yeah, that's why I, I really I do only drink beers now because yeah, I, I have no judgment otherwise. I've really no joke. I've limited my drinking now to um, I don't even like the uh, the seltzers. I really don't. I do like the those Fisher's Island lemonades are tremendous. I do like those. Um, I beer I love and. The tequila, that's it. I don't really drink anything else. I actually had a, um, when we were in Myrtle Beach a couple of weeks ago, we went to Top Golf, and I asked for a Casamigos on the rocks. And they're like, oh, we don't have Casamigos, or they ran out or something. I was like, all right, do you have Patron? That's like my next one. He goes, actually, no. He goes, here's what we have. I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, guys, I have a Tangeray and Tonic, which I haven't had in, I used to drink that all the time. Ugh. Terrible. Yeah, it was awful. I used to <laughs> love it. I'm like, this is not good. And then I'm like, what kind of gin did you give me? It was not Tangeray. Now, that said, the fact that I had to spell Tangeray to the kid, God knows what they gave me. Right. But it wasn't good. They just looked for gin. Yeah. I think back. I got the house gin. In the house? Seriously. It was awful. But whatever. Yeah, you got to be careful. Gots to be careful. Got to be careful with the drinking. Yeah, no, I know. I'm aware. I do much better when I'm just drinking beers. I don't I, black out. Right, and I've gotten to the point, too, that unless I'm home, I kind of stay away from the, the tequila as well. I just, I'd rather, the, I don't want to, I just don't want to get caught up in the night. Mm-hmm. I don't mind having the beer. That's fine. I feel like I can control that because I get bloated. Correct. And that's like a self-controlling yes. drink. The other stuff, like I've noticed even at home, I'll pour the Casamigos over ice, and then I'll put like, you know, maybe an ounce of cranberry in it. So it's mostly, it's not on the, totally on the rocks. I need something in it. And like Kim will come out. She's like, you know, you've had like four of those. I'm like, well, I'm home. She goes, 
in 45 minutes? <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I think we're going to stop now. Like all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, I had four of these. <laughs> Does it knock you out? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Passed out. Yeah. But I'm home, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I've found you can drink a lot quickly if you're not careful. Yeah. Very quickly. Definitely. Especially if it's like a, a tasty drink. When, especially if it's 75 and sunny and you're oh, outside. Yeah. And you're in like, the sun enjoying yourself. When her and I went to, we went down to Atlantic City to go to the beach and to go see a show and went to dinner at Harrah's uh, about a month ago. And we were on the beach. We got there by noon. Maybe it's because I, I hosted. So I, we flew out of here. I was out of here at 10, picked her up. And we were down by 12. We were on the beach by like 12, 15. They had the land shark bars right there on the beach. And it, by 4 o'clock, she's like, you might want to cool it. Like, we, are, we do have plans tonight. <laughs> I didn't realize how fast they just go down so quick. It's dangerous. Not good. It is dangerous, Jerry. I'm going to finish up uh, with this story, Jerry. It's a a doctor in Florida. Did a procedure on the wrong end of a colon, which made the patient lose the ability to fart and poop. So what do you do? He uh, You can't reverse the surgery? He, like, sewed up the wrong part. Can't you unsew it? Well, let's see what happened, Jerry. Oh, you didn't read it. (laughs) Uh, This doctor has been licensed in uh, Florida since 2013. He's board certified by the American Board of Surgery in surgery and surgical critical care. The complaint says that this uh, gentleman went into the hospital uh, in September of last year with a sacral wound, which is a skin wound near the lower back that wasn't healing. It was contaminated with feces. What? The man uh, failed to pass gas, failed to have a bowel movement, and became distended. What does that mean? That means like uh, you can't poop, and your uh, your uh, intestines become full. Yeah. They did uh, imaging uh, twelve days after the original operation, and they performed the. Found out the doctor performed the operation on the uh, wrong end. They did go in and fix it, but it was a month later. So, how do you recover from that as a surgeon? Like, aren't how does anybody that, trust him to go to him now? Aren't you a surgeon that did the procedure on the wrong end of the anus? Well, it's the colon. The colon, right? Like, I don't understand how you could even possibly have another client, right? Or when you did it, you see that the that part of the colon is near the butthole. I don't know the inner workings of the colon, so I don't know. Unless, My guess like, is there's no signs in there that tell you which side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but you would think like... Well, clearly he didn't. I wonder like what's it feel like to have to fart and not be able to fart or have to poop and not be able to poop. Yeah, I hope let's not worry about that ever. I don't ever want to have that. Like, you don't want issues down there. New. No. And you really don't want issues back there. No, I don't. That sounds horrible. Yeah. I hope that's not my fate in Why life. would it be? Well, like in my, my family has uh, colon uh, issues. Uh, oh. My dad had prostate uh, cancer yeah, no, and surgery. That. I'm a ticking time mom over here, Jerry. I, I know. I know. I, I can I'm understand just, why you would think that. I'm just going to ignore any problem below the belt. You cannot ignore it. Hope it just goes away. It's not going to just go away. By eating healthy. You may not develop it by eating healthy. Oh, okay. But I feel like, you know, I did think of that the other day. Like, I really should have got on this uh, years ago ingredients bandwagon years ago. Of, of course. But I actually heard a podcast. I don't know who it was. It was it was a short one. It was like 12 minutes. And the guy was talking about it was a reset. It was like a health reset. Okay. About, um, the idea was 24-hour fast, water only. And you can squeeze lemon or lime into your water. But that's it. You're going 24 hours of water, and you're just going to kind of flush everything out. And then you went to a 1,200-calorie uh, calorie diet for five days. And then the next five days was 1,450. And then you stay on a 1,600-calorie diet at that point. And he was listing, like, you know— you can still eat a lot of food. It's just the the calories are so much lighter than crap that we eat that you don't realize you'll you'll stay satiated. Is that the right word? Yes. Um, so it's an interesting concept and everything. Whatever. I mean, it's not 
not anything new, but like hearing him talk through it. And then the guy who was doing it was, you know, is there a point where you're too old? He goes, that's the funny thing about health. He goes, the body is so incredibly resilient. You can beat the crap out of it for 45 years. And then one day say, I just want to start over. And literally it takes the body like three or four days through. You can flush all the, all the toxins, everything out. And you really can start over. And so you've done that at the age of 52. Well, that's what always amazed me in grammar school. They would show us, this is when uh, smoking was very popular sure. when I was in grammar school. And for adults, not mm-hmm. for children in grammar school. But they would show us, like, this is what a healthy lung looks yeah. like. And this is what a lung looks like of a smoker. smoker. Yeah. But then this, I always thought, sent the wrong message. They would show us, if you quit smoking, your lung goes back to this. Yes. So and in you- my head, I was always like, oh, I can smoke till like, I'm 40. And then stop, and I'll, and I'll stop, be fine. But my lung will just repair itself. I'll be good to go. And it will, as long as you don't develop emphysema or cancer or anything else that comes with it. Oh. That's the problem. No one knows. Like, there are people, and again, genetics is everything, it seems. There are people that will smoke until the day they die and never develop anything. Yeah. Then there are people that will smoke for three years and develop lung cancer. Then there are people that never smoke but are around someone that smokes and develop lung cancer. Who knows? That's the worst. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. Terrible, terrible. Especially back in the day, people would like um, would just smoke in the house. I don't think a lot of people do that nowadays. No. You know what I did see the other day, which brought me back to the quote-unquote old days of the 80s? I saw an, an older woman, an older gal. An older gal? In an older car, windows up, smoking. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> how do you do Now, again, when I was in my teens, I liked to smoke. You know that. I've told you that. That's horrible. The rolled up oh, windows, yeah. Good Lord. I don't know. How do you sit in that? Ugh. Well, we used to, like, uh, people would do, parents would do it with their kids in the car. Oh, yeah, but the window would be cracked, yeah, and the yeah. smoke at least would kind of flow out. With the windows up, there's there's nowhere for it to go except just circulating, and it's in the sea. It's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, how nasty. Disgusting. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Not disgusting at all. Sue. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Be the ball. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, let's do it. 501, it's Wednesday, it's hump day, middle of the week, very soon to be week three in the NFL. The Yeti Scazzeri, nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al, the man who used to be known as Mike Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, We're watching a chase for history. Aaron Judge just needs 12. 13 more. Depends on which way you fall. And hopefully he gets it, Jerry. Because well, A lot of Yankee to... fans are very excited about this. I'm about... Yeah, no, I'm excited Baseball about fans it, so. aren't, but Yankee fans are. No, Yankee fans are excited. I'm excited about it. I just like guys chasing uh, home runs. I'm not sure it's a record as much as it's... To me, it's more of a Yankee record. People keep hitting me with American League. That means nothing. Well, it's both. It is both. But, I mean, it depends American... on what you care about. But an American League record doesn't mean anything. Would they play each but it other? But it will be an American League record. 
I mean, whether you care or not about it, that's but up do to we you. Have those? But it is an American League record. Sure. Do we have American and National League records? Or do well, we you have... have American League MVPs. You have National League MVPs. No, but I mean, historically, do we go, this guy's got um, the greatest batting average ever in the American League? Or do we say I don't know ever? that it's characterized as such, but it's not a false statement to make. But again, you don't have to care about it. That's true. It's not a false statement. No. But it's just funny that, like... Here's why. Yeah. Because people are annoyed, as you know this... That the home runs and the the Maguires and the Sosas and the Bonds, they, they're still annoyed by it. I'm not, but I understand the people that are. And so they're going to try and attach any record they can to this to make it even a little bit more special. The fact that it's a Yankee record for a, for a team that has boasted Ruth and Bonds. Yes. Uh, Bonds. Ruth. Well, yeah, Bobby Bonds. <laughs> uh, well, that's true. Uh, Ruth, Mantle, DiMaggio. I mean, all these greats. Pretty, pretty cool. No, that's... Pretty cool. I, I think it's very cool to be a Yankee record. Absolutely. I think, that's, I think people throw an American League record. Not just, necessary. Just feels weird. It's just not necessary. Not necessary. The Yankee exactly record, there. that's enough. That's enough, right. I agree. Like uh, last night when he hit his 60th, Michael K goes, slide over, Babe Ruth. That's kind of, <laughs> think about that. That's kind of cool. Like, slide over. How many other people can say, slide over, Babe Ruth, right? I'm taking your spot? Not many. No. And I saw the uh, Maris family was there. They, they look, look happy. They look miserable. Yeah, they don't look happy, <laughs> which I understand. Although, you, like you said, they seem to embrace it. I know. I know. They were all smiles when uh, uh, pimple back the Mark McGuire was uh, chasing the record. They I know. couldn't have been happier. I will tell you, this is why you got to love Judge. He like he said, "quote I didn't even want to come out for the curtain call. We were losing, right? But the fans were they the were yeah they demanded st- it. I know some people left. There were a lot of people stayed though. I mean, you got to be a bat. fool if you left that Yankee game last night. Depends on if, it depends on why you went. If you right. if you went to see Aaron Judge, you're an idiot. If you left knowing he was going to get up again, right? You got to be there for every at bat. If you weren't into the home run chase and you were just there for a Yankee game and they're losing eight four, I get it." Beat the traffic, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Game's over. Oh, no, it's not. I knew it's so funny. So I went back, and I was watching the Pittsburgh TV version of the ninth inning. So I was just curious to see how they kind of responded. And I'll probably play some of the clips throughout the morning. I got to cut them up. But I just watched the inning. And they're just so, like, eh. You know, when you're 40 games under 500, I guess nothing shocks you. Yes. But they just laid out, like, the, the home run call in Pittsburgh on TV was balls thrown. Crack of the bat, some crowd noise. Well, there's number sixty. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> they just, they're not making a big deal. They just passed Babe Ruth, and that was it. And then the and the Judge home run. I mean, uh, the Stanton home run. This is where this guy mesmerizes you. Off the bat, I, I'm thinking it's a single to left. The thing barely gets over the shortstop's head, and you see. I know we don't care about these numbers. Did you see how hard he hit that thing? I saw watching it, yeah. 118 miles an hour off his bat. What's weird is as soon as he hit it, I I thought it was a home run, but that's because I knew it was a home run because I was watching the highlight. Okay, but so if, it was hard to... Do you a, think, though, for real, watching that live with how low he hit it, did you really, were you really would have thought it was a home run? I don't know. I I, I watched it with that in my I head know, already. I know, it's I tough. Know. I hear you. But I know like he has hit those smoking line drive home runs before. This looks so low yeah. though. This I mean, you're right. He hits look how big that guy is. He hits um and I mean tall. Aaron Judge, yeah. He hits lasers, and I yeah. know that. But this he pulled to left. I don't know. That to me looked like it was gonna be a single or maybe something that would short hop the wall, and instead it goes not only go over the wall, it went a solid nine, ten rows in. And did you see the scrum for the uh, this, the uh, judge home run ball? No, they cut away from it. Oh, not not the Pittsburgh feed. They showed it a couple of uh, I want to say a few pitches later when Rizzo was up. Rizzo. I mean, it looked like what are those wrestling things you like to watch when uh, there's nine? When a there's, battle royal. That's what it looked like in the bleachers. The it, only way out is over the top rope. It looked like a there was no ropes, but it looked like a battle royale for the ball. So let's let's do a quick uh, re you know sort of how do you say this? Jerry? Recap, recap. Thank you. I knew it was started with a re. Yeah. Uh, a quick recap for, uh, for those who may be just waking up. Jerry. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees were down. What was it like? Eight, eight four. Eight four. Yes. Uh, ninth inning. They walk the bases loaded. The Brewers do. Uh, Who? The Brewers. They're playing the Pirates. The Pirates. I get so confused with the Brewers and Pirates, Pirates now. Pirates didn't walk the bases loaded. 
For what are we talking about? Are we talking about the, the Stanton home run, the Grand Slam when they I, win. Jerry, I'm confusing the Mecca. Rizzo doubled. Hold on. Yes. This is the problem when the Mets played the Pirates, <laughs> Yankees played the Brewers. Now the Yankees play the Pirates. Correct. And the Mets it play is the confusing. Brewers. I agree. I agree. And I and w- the Mets just played the Pirates over the weekend. Both the Mets and the Yankees hit a Grand Slam last they did. night. Both the Mets and the Yankees, two major hitters, hit home runs, Correct. won a grand slam. Alonzo for the Mets and uh, well, they, uh, right. Lindor. You're judging Stanton, Alonzo, Lindor. Jerry, I think Francisco Lindor hit his 60th last night. I don't know what is going <laughs> no, on. Lindor did not hit his 60th last okay, night. <laughs> so you're right. The Yankees. Rizzo doubled. Right. So judge homers to lead off the ninth. Rizzo doubles. But just a solo shot. Solo home run. And that's makes why it, he didn't want to come out for the curtain makes call. Makes it 8-5. 8-5. Rizzo doubles to left. Glaber Torres walks. The guy never came. I think he threw him one strike. Never came. Will Crow was the pitcher. And then Stanton, I mean, uh, Donaldson, a bloop single to center. And then Stanton clobbers the line drive grand slam. This thing was over literally in like eight minutes. They went from down 8-4 to, holy crap, they just won 9-8. Yeah. And literally, I think it literally was nine minutes. That was cool. So you get the Judge 60th. You get a Stanton grand slam to end the ball game. I and a say, win is a win, and the Yankees are five and a half up still. Notice I didn't say walk off, Jerry, because you don't like I that. hate that. It's you like hate the walk off. It's stupid. He hit a game winning grand slam. That sounds cooler to me. That is cool. Yes. Now, you mentioned the scrum for uh, the Aaron Judge yeah. 60th home run ball. Wound up in the hands of 20 year old Mike Kessler. Yes, who gave it back. What a fool. Well, what did he get for it? He got. There's no way they gave him a pat on the ass and said thanks. That's why night. you're a fool. Okay. Yeah, I, you're a fool. I, I did the New York Post wrote a whole article okay. about him and talked to him. He got the photo that you saw. Yeah. Of him and his friends with Aaron Judge. He got a solo photo with Aaron Judge. He got autographed Aaron Judge baseball. So that's it. That's it. You're kidding me. That's it. I mean, good for him, I guess. These do-gutters in the world that just want to give things away. What I would have asked for if I wasn't going to sell it, and I know Carton and Roberts discussed this at length yesterday, what the ball's worth, what do you do, you got to keep it, these guys make a ton of money, it's about time, all fair. I don't know that I would have held on to it for a cash day. I don't know. I probably would have given it back too. However, I would have asked for the pictures for sure. I want tickets to every home game for the rest of the season. Because I want to see him hit 61, 62, and beyond. And I don't think that's asking for that much. And I want to be in the place where you get free sushi. That's fine. There, either way, I want decent seats. for. And how many home games are there? Like eight more? Seven? There can't be that many more. I want not even two. I want four tickets for every remaining home game. That's all I'm asking for. You'd be so a I damn can... fool not to do this deal. Okay. <laughs> and I think that would be fair. I would, in the past... Back in the 1980s, Jerry, I would have given the ball back. But now? But now, like, what What did the Yankees offer Aaron Judge? Like 200? 270, I believe. Yeah. And now he's probably going to get $500 million. Right. He, he he turned down 270. Yeah. Guess what? A, a million dollars you could have the ball back. Like, I legit, Otherwise, no. Well, you could have done that. And, and that's what they were talking about yesterday afternoon. And I, I think Boomer and Geo talked about it, too. Like, that's that ball... And think about what 61 will be worth. or sixty. I mean, all right. of a sudden, they all have a lot of value to them. You baseball players want to be money-greedy, money-grubbing, hungry things? That's what I want. Especially now. the fans are the ones that pay to go see them. Yes. So I get it, uh, and I'm I'm with you on that. That's fine, too. But I, want, I would have at least wanted tickets for the rest of the game. So what did the scrum look like when you saw it? Like a battle royale. Yeah. Bodies were flying all over the place. And it was it was exactly what you expect it to look like. So the, then the kid supposedly grabbed it. He must the, have. Then the Yankees uh, security yeah, descended there, upon him. Out got there him out had of to have been twenty to thirty people diving for balls, diving for balls. They, yes, it, I'm surprised they didn't show it on. Yes, maybe they did when after the but the initial home run. Well, like they I showed said, him trotting around. Move on, over, Babe Ruth on KDKA, which I think is the network that the pit that nice. the uh, Pirates are on. They showed it during a couple of pitches into the Rizzo at bat. And if it wasn't the Rizzo at bat, then it was the Torres at bat right after him. I forget. And they did show the scrum, which was kind of cool to yeah. see. So, Good for that guy. Pretty wild, though. Yeah. 
about that? And uh, not to be lost, uh, Jerry, in this whole thing, Harrison Bader had a nice night for himself. So he is. So Harrison Bader is from, he went to uh, Bronxville or wherever. He went to Eastchester uh, Little League, which is where Pete Hoffman's son plays. And Pete Hoffman coaches. So Harrison Bader did a baseball camp for those kids. And it was open to others, but it was for the Eastchester Little League. So he's a local kid. And very excited to be here. I saw him with Meredith Morakovitz on the pregame show. Yes, I did watch the pregame show. Gigantic balloons. Right. Um, And he was fired up. And it's funny because he's talking about how, you know, his parents are there, his sister's there. So excited. Grew up a Yankee fan. They showed. I know you don't watch the pregame show or any of the games. I did watch some of the games. the highlights. As soon as Aaron Judge hit that first ground out, (laughs) goodbye. You were gone. (laughs) Well, this wasn't exciting. Uh, They were showing his. I guess his parents had the photo of his eighth birthday cake, and it was the Yankee logo. Happy birthday, Harrison! So he's a he's a grew up a Yankee fan, and I'm thinking you're first at bat. You go up there, you swing meekly at two terrible pitches, and then you look at strike three. And I'm thinking his parents are gonna be like, "That's the best you can do." That's how excited. But then he had a couple of RBI singles, and you know, did a nice job. They were Jerry, as we say in baseball, seeing eye singles. Well, the they first one, their I way through. Yeah, the first one was just hit where the shortstop in the third base more. Listen, at the end of the day, he drove in runs, and the, I don't, I forget the first. The first one made it one nothing. I forget, but the second one made a four three, put them ahead. Um, so hey, good for you. Now, also tonight's Yankee game. Not only will this be the chase for number sixty one now, yeah. the Roger Maris, but. Ed Randall has teamed up with the Yankees, and you can get a... Ed Randall? Like talking baseball Ed Randall? Yeah. Well, he does the... He's the big uh, prostate uh, cancer awareness guy. You can get a prostate uh, test at tonight's Yankee game. Are you going to go bend over? Oh, it's not a bend over test. Uh, It's it's, uh, the PSA blood test. Oh, I see. But you can get it. This is for anyone who goes to the games. I would do that. Me too. I would definitely get a PSA. I'm not going to get a finger in my butt at the Yankee game. Not again. <laughs> Come to section 535. <laughs> Jerry Recco will be giving rectal exams. I'm not but, giving them. <laughs> but I would, get, I would get a PSA blood test. Why so not? I. I would too. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, you can get it uh, pregame, during the game. I would do it as Aaron Judge was up at back because it would be no line. That's true. I might go pregame during the game and walking out just to make sure I got three tests. Three different tests. If they're consistent with the results. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that's great, actually. Very smart. Yeah. Now, I know there was a time at one of the Yankee games, one of the years, one or two years ago, where if you wanted a prostate check as well, where where they do the, the, the finger test, you could go behind a curtain. I'm sure there was. Imagine that'd be some story to tell that, that you had that done to you at Yankee Stadium. Here's the problem with that. Yeah. Think of how many butts were probed by that person before well, the you guy's got, in got there. using a glove. <laughs> well, okay. But here's what I know when I go to my doctor for it, I don't know that he's doing that with every client. <laughs> when you go behind the curtain, yeah. finger, butt every time. Right. So I wouldn't you have to ask the question? How many? Sir. How many butts tonight? <laughs> like, what number is mine? <laughs> Congratulations. You're 99. <laughs> the doctor be like, you think uh, Aaron Judge breaking records tonight. <laughs> I've had my finger in more butts tonight than I've ever in my career in one day. But there should be something for the 99th butt. <laughs> yes. You, for the 60th you get butt. The thumb. 65. I mean, sorry. 60, 61, 62, the record breaker, and 99. <laughs> Free tickets. <laughs> God. Yeah. So here's the deal. So the Mets tonight, the Mets, the Yankees are on yes tonight where he can tie or with two home runs surpass Maris. Wild. But then tomorrow night, it's on Fox. Okay. Still very available to and people, but you don't get Michael Available, K. but you don't get your local sound. Yeah. And then Friday night's Apple TV. All of these, though, you get John Sterling and Susan Walton. Yes, you do. And I will tell you this. If you're not listening to the radio, which you should be, if you're not, MLB Network is breaking into the game for these at-bats. Okay, cool. So if you don't have Apple TV, I can't imagine they're not going to break in. They're breaking in every night. That is a cool thing, Jerry. I'm pretty sure MLB Network will break in for the uh, the judge at-bats until he surpasses, or maybe every at-bat now for the rest of the season. I don't know. Right. So for oh, sure cool. tonight and tomorrow, because he's going for 61. I'm going to make sure to tell 
angry people that called me today. Yeah. I'm going to say, well, tune in to uh, MLB. They made a point last night on MLB Tonight to say, you know, we'll be breaking into the Yankee game tonight and watch the Aaron Judge at bats. So I don't know why that would change. Because I think even if they're playing another regional game, they have the ability to put the split the screen and still show you. So my guess is that's what they will do the rest of the way. These games that Michael Kay isn't doing, he should he should record it at home. He could do that. That'd be fun, right? You could do that. It like, is fun. It is fun. No, that's John. Oh. He goes, uh, high drive. See ya. There it goes. Right. See ya. Exactly. He's see ya. It is high. It is far. It is gone. As John, as you know. I like see ya, as you know, Jerry. I'm a big see ya guy. I know. I know. But you would do it differently, though. I'd go, see <laughs> Yes. The worst call is the Astros call. What did he do? Uh, he goes, oh, God, what does he say? He goes, see you later. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> he's just trying something different. And he's a good announcer. Yeah. But the home run call, because he's trying to be different, is trying too hard. So I will tell you this, Jerry, as uh, as a man who plays audio when you come in and do things, I have not heard the John Sterling call yet. Oh, I did. I heard Sal play it on the way in. Would you like to hear it on the way back? I, I might like All to right, hear When we it, come yes. back, the John Sterling home run call for Aaron George. And we'll also give you, uh, we'll talk about the Mets, who had a good win in Milwaukee because the Braves don't lose, so they got to keep winning. And they are. That, Boomer and Geo, and a whole lot more coming up on the fan. funny you play this because I was watching, uh, you know, MSG runs a lot of Billy Joel concerts because until yeah. the Rangers and Knicks get going, they don't have a whole hell of a lot right now. And they play a lot of these Billy Joel concerts, a lot of them recently from the Garden, but they also play some uh, old ones from when he played Nassau Coliseum in like 1988. Is that right? And you forget how spry, because I'm used to him now just sitting at the piano for two hours just playing music. And running around the stage like a lunatic. Like, I just saw that yesterday. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I remember that? I saw him at Giant Stadium during the Stormfront tour. That was the one with we couldn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. Which was what year, would you say? Uh, I'm going to say Late 80s? like 89. Yeah. And I remember it was, it was at the then Giant Stadium. He was running back yes. and forth the ramps yes. during pressure. Dun, 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 And that's kind of like what he was doing here. Yeah. This was the Coliseum. Maybe even the mid-80s. I don't even know. Oh, pretty well. All right, you want to hear the uh, John Sterling home yes, run? Yes, I event? want to hear the John Sterling Here call. Here it is. We present to you home run number 60, as heard right here on The Fan. Here's the 3-1. Swing on that. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. He's tied the babe. It's a judgy and blast. His 60th home run of the year. Wow. All rise. Here comes the judge. And on the screen is a picture of Aaron Judge superimposed over the babe. Now that's kind of cool. I didn't see that. I want to see that. That sounds cool. Susan did a good job of throwing that in there. Wasn't anything special. That was a it was just a was regular great call. Aaron Judge home run call. He passed the babe. All good. He got everything he needed to get in there. Like I feel like Michael K planned his slide over babe move maybe it's certainly possible that's something i've never done i've never pre-planned a call yeah in all my years now i've never done it at that level obviously but well i actually have actually i did the cowboys but i don't i just don't do that i don't know if michael k did it or not but now what do you think john goes with so let's say friday night the maris family is there they don't look happy does he say Move your sour pusses over, <laughs> Maris family. Here comes the judge. <laughs> Aaron Judge, number 61. Roger that. No. <laughs> now, that would be funny. <laughs> he passes Maris. And they're Roger all, that. It'd be great. You see the Maris family. They throw down their hot dog <laughs> and walk right out of the stadium. They can't do Darn that. It. No way. They're Because then they're frauds. They celebrated the, the, yeah. however many years ago. You, no, you can't do that. Uh, Michael Kay also kept saying yesterday that uh, after the home run was hit, that uh, that Babe Ruth, upon hitting his 60th, he said, well, let's see someone try to top that. Hello. Wait, come again? 
I see uh, Michael K said that yeah. supposedly the story is Babe Ruth when he hit his oh, 60th. Oh, I see. He said, well, have someone try to top that one day. That 95 makes... years later, here we are, Jerry. Well, no, it was in 1961 Roger Maris did it. No, no, I'm saying, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Babe Ruth. <laughs> well, you got to remember, though, at the time, Babe Ruth was hitting more home runs than some teams were hitting. So I could see him being quite cocky. Yeah, how you like me now, Babe Ruth? (laughs) So that's certainly possible. You just got tied. But Roger Maris did it 34 years later. Oh, okay. So not quite 95 years. I mean, 95 years, yes. Yeah. And he hasn't topped it yet. He's at 60. Right. Still has to go beat 60, which he Correct. He's, He's just, he's that good. But this is, when you go back to his rookie year, this is what people envisioned him being every year. And if you go back to when he turned down the money in late March, early April, whatever it was, and then even, you know, in the summertime when he was having this great start to the season, betting on himself and blah, 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 all that. You know, I remember sitting here with Sal, even with Gio, I'm saying, you know, that's fine. And, you know, at the point, because people were saying, oh, the Yankees look silly, look what he's doing. And I kept saying, yeah. But the reason why the Yankees don't go further is because the last few years he doesn't stay on the field. Like, he doesn't stay healthy. We know he's capable of doing this, but can he get through a full season anymore? He's 30 now. And he is telling you that he can get through a full season. That would be a cool plot for a movie. Like Aaron Judge hits number 61 and he ties Roger Maris. Then he's kidnapped and held for ransom. What is this? The naked gun with Dan Marino? They did that already. They did? (laughs) They kidnapped Dan Marino? Not the naked gun. I'm sorry. Uh, Ace Ventura. No, Yeah. You never saw Ace Ventura? I did. I don't remember. They kidnapped Dan Marino. Hold on, Jerry. I'm Googling something because I want to get this guy's na- name. Uh, then then what we do is we send in that guy. I've got a special set of skills. Who goes and gets... Uh, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> we send Liam Neeson to go find Aaron Judge. And he misses a few games because he's kidnapped. Right. And Liam Neeson is going around trying to find him and gets him back for the final game of the regular season. He hits 62. All right, well, why don't you call Billy Crystal? Because he wrote the movie 61, <laughs> and now he can write the movie 62 and have Aaron Judge get kidnapped. <laughs> and he get Liam Neeson on the phone, see if he's interested. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> that guy will do a movie for anything. Yeah. Most actors will. I forget what were the names of those movies. Oh, How am man. I not knowing that special? Because set. they they did three of them, I believe. We remember we watched the one on Taken. The, that's it. We watched the one on the on the party bus coming back from O'Hegan that one year. Remember that with Boomer and we Carton the, and Tracy and me and you and Bob and Eddie. We were on the party bus coming back from O'Hegan's son, and we, we watched, watched Taken. Yes, that I don't recall. You don't remember that? No. You're probably sleeping. And you me and Bob weren't there. You weren't there? No. Well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> perhaps you were sleeping from the vodka you had the night before. Uh, probably. It's very possible. Hmm. Very possible. All right. So, All right, so, um, so Taken 4. Taken. Starring Aaron Judge. Yeah, Aaron Judge is kidnapped <laughs> after, like, he hits number 61, so he right. does tie it. Okay, so maybe this weekend he better watch his back. They find out it's the Maris boys that grab him. <laughs> All right, so we have, so here's what we have to do. We have to hire Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. and we also got to hire the creators of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because this sounds like one giant film. The two kidnappers are wearing ski masks. Right. <laughs> when Liam Neeson captures them, we pull them off. It's the Maris boys. And <laughs> those the- meddling kids. <laughs> those meddling Maris brothers. I don't know if they're Maris brothers. Uh, well, one's I think one's his son and one's his grandson. I thought they showed okay, last yeah, night. That That's what it. I thought. Yes, you're right. It's the, the Maris boys. We knew you were behind it. <laughs> Stupid. I'll tell and you then what, he gets though. In and he gets he gets it on his last at bat of the regular season. Not for nothing. <laughs> the heck of an idea for a digital cartoon. Yeah, that would be fun if you would have thought of this. Um, well, you know, like twenty Instead days of a ago. Second ago, him, right? Hey, Izzo, can you put this together by ten? Yeah, we need it before he hits sixty-one. <laughs> That's right. Or just as he hits sixty-one. Well, we well, can't really have... anytime, anytime before the end of the season. Right. We can't have him hitting. 61 and 62 tonight. Otherwise, the cartoon would be. No, but the cartoon would still be legit because we're living through it right now. Okay. So, as long as you have it before the end of the season, it's fine. I'll get my screenwriters on that. Who's that? Me, probably. Me and Izzo. There you go. Now, I did get confused earlier when we were talking uh, uh, bases loaded grand slam. You want to hold the Mets till after the break? I didn't realize what time it was. Let's do that. We've We've done 35 minutes on the Yankees. When we come back on the other side, well, you're right that Maris' son does not look happy. No. 
Uh, when we come back, we will talk about the Mets and a very good win for them. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, 542. We have not even gotten to the Mets yet. Real. I mean, we kind of glanced over them because, and rightly so, because of what happened at Yankee Stadium last night. Big Yankee win, big home run for Judge, bigger home run for Stanton in terms of the game itself. And the Yankees move on. For the Mets, you know, it's really amazing when you think about, and I know I hate playing this game, but it, it really is something because, especially in this case, because they haven't lost anything and they're still in first place. But if I, if for real, you would have said what if I would have told you that 150 games into the season, that the Mets would be 95 and 55. I'd say they had a nice lead for themselves. And for real, and I know Boomer disagree with me, they are hanging on by a thread because the Braves don't lose. So they win again last night. Good win for them. The Braves get home run. Uh, this Travis Darno traitor. Um, it's a big home run for that the Braves. Punk. Yeah, so the Braves beat the Nationals again 3 2. The Mets have won six straight. The Braves have won five straight. But. Two big swings last night. Yeah, from your two big guys, Alonzo, and then the Lindor one. That's the grand slam where the bases were loaded, walked, loaded. by walked. By what? How did I just say that? They loaded the bases with three walks. Correct. In a row. And then Lindor from the right side. Home run, grand slam. He really has had a good, a great season. No, he's had a really good season, though. Jerry, would you say that Francisco Lindor's season is pretty good, or would you say it was pretty good? Pretty damn good. Pretty good. Yeah, he's he really has been. He's been, I mean, he plays every day. He plays a great shortstop, as we know. Even when he struggled to hit last year, he played a really good shortstop. But, man, he's driven in a lot of runs. He's hit key home runs. He's been he's been really good. Now we got a daytime game today for the Mets. 2.10 p.m., uh, Mets in Milwaukee. And then you get all settled in, take that yeah. right into Pirates at Yankees at 7.05. So if you're a baseball fan, even if you're not a Yankee fan, if you're a baseball fan, you tune that in and see what's going on with the Aaron Judge situation. This is actually pretty great because you can watch the Mets, you can take a little break for dinner, and then you can watch Aaron Judge in the Yankees. Yeah. That's not a bad day right there. So you're saying uh, today it's on, yes, uh, tonight's game is on Yes, and then tomorrow then night is Fox. Fox, then Apple TV. Correct. On Friday night. And then Saturday, I think, is yeah. Mm. Saturday should be Yes, and then Sunday should Peacock. be on... S- for, seriously, Peacock? No, no. I, but I think only one of those <laughs> games is on Yes over the weekend. Now uh, the big it. game is on HGTV. It's not on HGTV. <laughs> Stop it. They've, they've, Although the, we're not far off. MLB has cut a deal with the Home Improvement Network. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to love radio and the free Odyssey app. You can listen in there. Very consistent. You always know it's there. Uh, yes, I'm trying to find the. It's the comfort TV food. Schedule. It's com. Yes, exactly right. So it's on. Yes, on Saturday and then Sunday. Oh, Sunday night. Sunday ESPN. night baseball. So I knew only one was on yesterday. After weekend. a long day of football. So yeah, and then a Sunday night football game. I'll tell you what. That would at least here in this area. I don't know what is the Sunday night game this. I know the Cowboys know, and Giants me. are Monday night. Let me take a quick look, Jerry. That is something that... Just Google it. I am, yeah, I'm if he hits 61 between now and Sunday, I would think people... I really do think people would be into that. I think so as well. So the Sunday night game this week is Niners-Broncos. We don't have to watch that. Not a great game. Sorry. Not interested. Not interested. The Broncos stink. Right. Especially after a full day of watching football. Yes. Not interested in, in, in that. Right. So I'll be watching the baseball. Me too. That works for me. I wouldn't tune that in. So all right, so here, so I now do we know? Because I know earlier in the year, Apple TV, the it wasn't great. Do we know who's announcing this game? No, on Friday night, I do not. Because I know when the Mets were on Apple TV Plus, they hired Wayne Randazzo. Oh, and it was a very actually was a very good broadcast. Why don't they hire Michael K? Maybe they did. I don't know. No, we would have heard about that. Let's see. Apple TV. How do I do this? Apple TV announcers. You Google it. So I'll do Yankees. Red Sox, right? Yeah. Friday, which mm-hmm. would be the... 23rd Friday, of September. September 23rd. Now, I heard, I thought I heard um, Evan say that the analyst was Hunter Pence. Yes, I think he, he did say that. But I don't know if that's true or not. Let's see here. Maybe Hunter Pence did one of the games in the past, so Evan was trying to be hilarious. Maybe. 
Uh, it doesn't say. It just has the game. Mm-mm. All right. I don't know. I'll see. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna Google Hunter Pence to see if All that right. comes up. Because I would like to know who. Because uh, Katie Nolan is still on it, correct? She is. Yes. So who's the play-by-play guy for this? I don't know. Mm, we just Steven, don't know. So Stephen Nelson. Stephen Nelson. Hunter Pence and Katie Nolan is 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 the crew. Really? I don't know who Stephen Nelson is. Me He's got to be doing it somewhere. Hi, I'm Stephen Nelson, and I'm here to call Aaron Judge's 62nd home run. He very well might be. Yes, he might be. That'd be be a good trivia for many years down the road here at WFAN. Who was the television announcer who called Aaron Judge's 62nd home run? I I believe that was Stephen Nelson. So he is a sports boy. He's young. Oh, my God. Uh, A young young. whippersnapper. This could make his career. He's 33. 33? 33. This could make his career. He Stephen worked. Waldron has some answers for you. Oh. Oh, hi, Steve. Hey, guys. Hi. He's the co-host of Intentional Talk with Kevin Millar on, on MLB Network. Oh. He's the guy that took, over, took over for Chris, for Chris Rose? Rose? Yeah. No kidding. I didn't know that. All right, so you got well, there you go. You got a guy that's a, he's a baseball guy. Professional, Jerry. Steve, uh, Steve thanks, man. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's your play-by-play announcer. All right. 33-year-old Steven Nelson with Hunter Pence and Katie Nolan. That sounds like a professional oh, broadcast. Roast that broadcast. Maybe. But I'll tell you this. Well, no, that's not true. I was going to say he's got to be in the area if he's doing intentional talk. But that's not true because Millar is on site. He does it from his home, I believe. Always has. And Chris Rose was in L.A. So maybe he's not from around here. I don't know. You're not from around here, are you? I don't know where he's from. I don't know. I know he went to Chapman University, though. Never heard of it. I know me neither. Maybe you should have gone to professional plays like Kane University like I did. He was That's the sports broad- director for Chapman Radio. That's where broadcasters are born. Name one. Me. No, no, other than you. A play-by-play guy from Kane. Go ahead, go. Oh, play-by-play guy? I don't yeah. think we made any of those. Well, you just said you wanted to get a guy from Kane. They all come from uh, Syracuse. This guy just graduated college in like 2000. How did he get this job, Jerry? Uh, he joined Bleacher Report in 2014. And in 2000, I got to go. He it probably be- was just like, I'm just going to send my resumes around. Maybe someone will call me. Maybe I got to send my resume to MLB Network. <laughs> I love that channel. Hire me. <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. Steven Nelson, Hunter Pence, and Melanie, not Melanie Newman. Uh, Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan. Melanie She's Newman. The, Is that an actual person, Melanie Newman? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> I'm not sure. I might have just made that name up. And I don't know why. Oh, by the way, the Mets won last night. Yes. <laughs> Jerry, is uh, we knew yesterday we found out that Tom Brady uh, had uh, really pushed for Cole Beasley, okay, to be uh, become a Buccaneer. Would he be able to play this week? Do you know? I don't see why not. The the first game he plays, I'm betting Cole Beasley touchdown. nine catches, no, just a touchdown, two touchdowns, touchdown score. Well, there I know they're they have issues right now with the wide receiver position. The Buccaneers do. They do. They have injury issues. You also have Mike Evans got suspended one game, so. I wouldn't be shocked if Beasley shows up and all of a sudden he's there. He's his second target. Yeah, why not? Would not shock me at all. Now, the uh, NFL did send a letter to the Buccaneers, in particular about Bruce Arians. And we were wondering, like, why is He is allowed to be on the sideline, but he's not allowed to be on the white stripe, which is reserved for officials, players, and coaches. He's got to be on the outside. Yeah, he's got to be on the outside. Well, that's what we've always said, too, like, you watch an NFL game and there's a thousand yeah. people down the there. sideline. Yeah, on the sideline. Yeah. On the sideline. Yeah. You know who's on the sideline Sunday for Giants Panthers? Who? One of the enhancers. Oh, McMonagle? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, he's holding the parabolic mic. I'm not sure what he was doing, but they asked about something. He chimed in very free with the mic, I notice, which yeah. is gr- good for him. Craig has given him free reign. Tommy has to raise his hand. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, but, yeah, no, he chimed in about something that went on. They were like, How'd you know that happened? Well, I was on the sideline. McGonagall. McGonagall. McGonagall was on the yes. sidelines. Chris McGonagall, McGonagall was on the sidelines McGonagall. on Sunday. That's kind of cool. Yeah, nice way to watch cool. a game. And he's a Giant fan. You know what I like to see when a, when a um, player, if he accidentally runs over Someone on the sideline who was an elderly happened this weekend. Person. Yeah, uh, the uh, Cowboy Bengal game was it Jamar Chase? Yeah, Jamar Chase ran into an older fellow holding the parabolic was mic, and he was. I know he knew he had to get back because, but he, you're right. He tried to help him. He up. tried to help yes, him up, and then when others got involved, he 
ran back on the field because yep. he had to be on the next play. The clock ain't stopping for you being Correct. a nice guy. But I appreciated his concern. Sometimes guys plow right over someone and they don't give two craps. No, they just get back to the huddle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry, gotta go. I want to see some concern. Yeah. That no, you, he did in a full uniform. Yep. Full speed ran over an old guy. Well, I actually thought that too. The fact that a guy he had to have been in his sixties, yes. I would say, not in the greatest of shape, right? And you're that close to the action, holding this gigantic plastic cylinder that just got smashed in your face. You tumble down, your head hits the turf. Like, put him in the blue tent. Yes, uh, my guy. I didn't get a prostate check like at Yankee Stadium. Whoop. But, but yeah, like, and he was bleeding because the thing yeah. clipped his cheek. They needed medical attention. And I'm not saying a younger guy would have been able to get out of the way. He probably wouldn't have because the game comes so fast. But I was very surprised at, I don't know, how close you are to the action at that advanced age. Yeah, I think about that a lot when I see people getting run over. Yeah. And if they actually get hurt. Yeah, they get bowled right over. It happens. And yeah. your family's watching. You're like, uh, Dad just got what run. What happened to Pop-Pop? <laughs> Pop-Pop just got run over by an NFL player running full speed. Save the clip. Maybe it'll go viral. <laughs> <laughs> you know one of the grandsons was saying that. Get a close-up on his face when he made contact. <laughs> I make a gif or a gif or whatever GIF, the hell we GIF. call them. Uh, that's funny. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We really haven't done much, so we'll, we're going to finish with everything on the other side in the eight seconds that we have left. And then Boomer and Geo uh, on the fan at six. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, her name is Amy Lawrence. She's back, and she's talking about the Browns. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We don't have a whole hell of a lot of time, but yes, the Yankees won. Yes, Aaron Judge hit home run number 60. John Carlos Stanton, the grand slam. And the Mets got big home runs, and they won as well. What else? Jerry Geno Smith has a file to trademark the phrase. Yeah, this is not catchy. Who's they, buying a Geno Smith? <laughs> you don't want a shirt that says, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back, though? No. I do. No, you don't. There's no chance you're wearing Here's that. Here's the other problem. You said Gino, he blows. Here's you should other... trademark that and send it to him. Gino, I've already worked on this. The problem with that is by the time the trademark gets to it go through. It takes months. Yeah, you better hope your season continues to keep rolling. Then or it'd career. Be great. Right. If, if, but otherwise, this is going to be WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. 